0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Not a whole lot going on, Dan. There are some little details to talk about, but this is the time of uh, the summer, where you start getting a little closer, you start seeing little news trickle out, but no news t- typically is good news for NFL teams.
0: Yeah, we're not quite on the jet bridge yet. We're not quite to the plane, but the gate agent is starting to alert everybody that boarding is going to start in about 10 minutes. And so it's we're at that stage where you're getting out of your seat and you're kind of creeping up closer and closer, getting ready to board that plane, and it's going to be here before we know it. Um, it's going to be an exciting camp to be honest with you, David. There's a lot that is, uh, piquing people's interest. The curiosity about a lot of different topics on both sides of the ball for this team is certainly there. Um, and we'll be there really soon, you know, Tuesday in two weeks, Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus will, will meet the media on reporting day. You'd assume Justin Fields and several other players. We'll do so as well. And it's different than it was back uh, when you first started covering the team and they were unpacking uh, TVs and pillows and mattresses and everything else down uh, in Bourbonnais. We're just now permanently at Hallis Hall, but still uh, an exciting time. The first training camp that I
1: covered for the Bears was at Bourbonnais and Rex Grossman was a rookie. Yeah. And he was going to be the guy that was coming in to save the day. The first round draft pick, 22nd overall out of the University of Florida. Yep. Uh, sexy Rexy, if you will, that was before he was good back good Rex, bad Rex. That was when he was hopeful Rex. I can remember that was the mentality, that was the the kind of uh getaway. The times when teams did that more often. Now it's more. Customary, where they stay in their own facility and they, they, they keep their own company and then they kind of sleep in their own beds, essentially. So there's a little that, a uh, little less of that camaraderie to be gained, and and maybe
0: from a media standpoint, it's a lot different as well. So I was a cub reporter at the Naperville sun that year and, and we didn't go to all a training camp, but we'd pop in every, every once in a while down there. And I remember being there for Rex's first practice uh, and being part of the, the scrum that Rex talked to uh, on his way off the field. Right. I think he signed his contract like 15 minutes before practice started and, and then went out there and slung it around. And it was one of those, momentous feelings like okay this is this is it here we are now 20 years later and we're we're still trying to figure out
1: there was a threat of a holdout if i recall yeah there was always that because those were before the contracts were fixed and i can remember going the back and forth between everybody and the and this was, yeah, this, th- there was a lot of anticipation for his first practice, believe it or not.
0: Nobody was more into Rex Grossman at that time than I was. And uh, it didn't quite turn out the way that I, I projected. And maybe that's why I'm, I'm so uh, cautious with my quarterback analysis as, as we go go forth trying to, uh, to figure out what the Bears have now.
1: Well, there's no real contract drama to count down before camp begins in, in less than two weeks. But there is potential contract news I think today there aren't many big headlines. I'm not sure how big this one is, but it is a headline. Jalen Johnson signs with an agent that was announced via Twitter earlier on Thursday. Jalen Johnson signs with the Family for Life agency. They proudly announced that on their Twitter feed. And I, I think the significance is before we know much about the agency, it doesn't represent a lot of NFL players, but the fact that Jalen Johnson has a uh, representation changes the equation slightly dan i wonder just before we you know find out i know we neither one of us know that much about the agency itself but do you think that jalen johnson getting an agent two weeks before camp increases
0: or decreases the chances of him signing a
1: contract extension before the season
0: i don't know where ryan poles is on all this and he's the guy that controls this it's it's really going to be interesting to know kind of how he wants to handle these extension talks you, you know we've talked previously that that of this class of 2020, the three guys that we talked the most about, Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney, and Cole Komet, you're going to be more hesitant with Darnell Mooney because you need to see what he looks like after having ankle surgery last year to figure out what you want to do with him. And so he's going to have to to be on the field and, and show them some things before they start to open up those discussions. With Komet and Johnson, I would think that those discussions would be happening. And then it's all a matter of how close they are, how far apart they are and what exactly they want to get done. That is kind of open for interpretation right now. And I think we need to hear a little bit more from Ryan Poles, maybe even on as early as reporting day in a couple of weeks to to, to feel out, you know, GMs are typically very reserved in saying anything about contract negotiations, but we still should be able to get an understanding of whether he's interested in getting that done before the regular season begins. Because if you're going to do it, that's that window, right? From the time camp starts to the time you get to Labor Day, that there's that period to get those talks going. And with Jalen now having representation, that should open those lines of communication a little bit wider.
1: I hope so. I, I hope that's the case because you could uh, spin it the other way as well, is that now they uh, that he has representation, there's a number in his head or their head that they think they need to get to before they put him on the field to encounter any risk because – Let's face it, a guy entering the final year of his deal doesn't have the kind of security somebody who has a deal, you know, that, that is more provides more long term security and permanence. But I'm not sure. And I think that would be kind of maybe baseless speculation, even though it is professional sports. And we see that all the time. So I'm not quite sure if I had to if I had to rank the Bears, the three that we mentioned and talk about a lot in terms of likelihood of getting a contract extension. It would be Cole Komet, number one, probably Jalen Johnson, number two, now that he has counsel. And also, I think uh, just because of his value to that defense and then Darnell Mooney and nothing because of because of what he is as a player, but certainly you want to know where he is health-wise before you make that commitment.
0: Yeah, I've got no problem with those rankings. That's kind of how I would slot it as well. Uh, I would actually be surprised if Komet doesn't have something locked in before they go to opening day. Um, and then the Johnson saga will be one worth keeping uh, tabs on through through the month of August. And and so it'll be fun to see if something gets done. You know, Jalen's a, 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 a very colorful guy, um, very candid guy, very well-respected by the the media core uh, in that locker room. And now it's all about what, what do you see as your value? What does the team see as your value and how uh, willing – are you to compromise? And that, as we saw last summer, compromise is sometimes a very difficult thing.
1: Before we move on from Jalen Johnson uh, topic, I, I'm just curious, you, you mentioned Colt Komet likely to get a deal. When you look ahead, and I know I'll probably change my mind on this, you know, 34 times before week one starts, but <laughs> will Colt Komet or Robert Tunyon have more catches in 2023?
0: Yeah, Komet, I think will. Um, it may not be by a lot, but I think he'll, he'll probably still be the guy that, That is is getting the bulk of those targets in the tight end room. Uh, You know, I I played golf earlier today, David, out out in uh, Wooddale with a couple of diehard Bear fans uh, that I just met out there at the course, Sal and Dan, and they were probing me. They were they were pumping me with questions. And one of the biggest ones they asked was kind of how that tight end room was going to shake out. Uh, And I said, look, like I think these two guys complement each other very well. I think Komet is uh, underrated in terms of his uh, contributions to the run game and what they think they can do off of that versatility-wise. And so uh, Sal and Dan are looking forward to, to to seeing what happens with that one-two punch with with Cole and uh, and Robert Tunyon or Bobby or so, Rob, whatever you want to call him.
1: Uh, Bobby, yeah, Bobby T. Um, okay, wait a second. You were going golfing. And you intentionally played with two Bears fans? You just randomly got, I, played with two Bears fans?
0: Randomly. I went out by myself this morning out to, to Maple Meadow Golf Course and you uh, just got paired up with a, a, a twosome on the cart. Uh, about the fifth hole, they asked me what I did for a living. I told them, and the, and the faucet was open for Bears conversation for a couple hours.
1: Did they know your takes on Justin Fields? Did they know your takes on anybody else?
0: They knew them by the end of the round, that's for sure. (laughs) We we went we went position by position. It was like almost one position per hole for about seven holes there, where we were kind of breaking it down. Uh Sal, big, big believer in Roshan Johnson. Uh a, a a worrier about what they have in the defensive tackle room and how long it's going to take for those guys to become impact playmakers. So in case they do look me up and want to kind of follow my work, well, now yeah. now, now, they know they're being talked about in the Take the North podcast. I'm sure they will. It's always a, a
1: curiosity to me sometimes because like you, you, sit, you sit down on a plane, somebody sits next to you, maybe they ask you what you do for a living. Maybe you tell them or maybe they recognize you, maybe that you don't. It all depends do you really want to spend the next two and a half hours debating whether, you know, <laughs> Matt Iberflues was a good choice or not and Justin Fields is going to be a Pro Bowl quarterback? But these are conversations that comes with the territory.
0: It can be hard for me to conceal on planes home from road games sometimes because I'll have the game rewind on and be rewatching the previous day's game. And it's, it's hard to to tell people either you're a sicko or you are cover the team, you know? Like, there's only two reasons you'd be watching a, a Bears loss the day after on a plane ride home from or, where they played. Or, uh, I know some people <laughs> might answer both.
1: <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, right. fair so, enough. Family for Life Agency is the new agent for Jalen Johnson. We'll see where this goes and how that affects any negotiations.